When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome Bitcoin broskies to the number one daily Bitcoin pod. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis. And this just in breaking news, Jack Mahler's appeared on Fox Live Business predicting Bitcoin hitting hundreds of thousands of dollars per coin. Also breaking news, Yearn Finance, one of the biggest platforms in the DeFi ecosystem, plummeted 45% in an apparent exit scam by insiders. That's right, nearly half the entire supply for YFI was held by 10 wallets and over $250 million in market value has vanished in minutes, just like that. Also in today's show, Bitcoin fees skyrocket on the spot. Bitcoin ETF hype literally up 746% on the year. Also breaking news, Sam Altman ousted from OpenAI. That's right, as well as Fidelity seeking the green light for the Ethereum ETF following BlackRock's official filing. We're also going to be sharing the catalyst, which could trigger the big Bitcoin rally by over 600%, according to the CoinShares head of research. Also in today's show, all ETFs will be approved with a $300,000 price target. According to the MELD CEO, I'll be sharing his timeline and the exact date of when he expects a $300,000 Bitcoin price action. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Let's kick it off with our market watch, as we do each and every day. We're back in the green, baby. You can see Bitcoin trading back above 36.8. It looks like we're about to break 37 any second here soon. Shout out to Lee. I do appreciate that super chat. That's very kind of you. Who wrote, there's too many users these days. Time to give more, y'all. This is just some love from the Jesus Coin fam. God bless Jesus Coin and God bless each and every one of you. I appreciate that. Much love, much respect. Back to the market watch. We also have Ether pumping, BNB pumping, XRP pumping, AVAX up 5%, Solana up. Uh, 3% on the day. And they always say, when in doubt, just zoom out. Let's look on the 30 days. We can see Bitcoin up a whopping 30% on the month. Ether up 26%. BNB up 17%. Solana 153%. And XRP up 26%. And checking out uh, coinmarketcap.com. You can see the market cap on the climb at $1.4 trillion with $43 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. And the Bitcoin dominance at 51.5% with the Ether dominance at 17% even. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, Caspa leading the pack again, up 15% on the day, 58% on the week, good Lord, uh, trading at 14 and a half cents, followed by Celestia up a whopping 86% on the week and 15% on the day, followed by Render up 35% on the week and almost 12% on the day. Now, which altcoins, if any, are you currently bullish on during this bull market? 
let me know, fam, and I'll be reading those comments out loud. And checking out Crypto Bubbles, you can see some of the top gainers as well on the day include Tau, Celestia, RNDR, and Cause. And looking at the weekly, we can see we got a lot more green, but still a lot in the red as many are correcting. EHEX down 24%, HEX down 17%, RLB down 23%. So it's a mixed bag. So let me know how many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto. Holla at your boy. But without further ado, let's kick it off with our Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts where the King Crypto is likely to go next. Here we go. And shout out to everyone just joining. Uh, Bitcoin Circle 36 Gs, baby. After the November 16th Wall Street Open as analysis hope for the deeper price come down. Right here, you're looking at the Bitcoin one day candle chart. Now, data from Cointelegraph and TradingView followed a retracement from intraday highs of 36.6. And we already smashed that. We're heading back up to 37 at the time of this recording. So having failed to establish the breakout beyond the 18 month highs during the week, Bitcoin was uninspiring for market participants, some of whom who hope to see the fresh correction to retest the lower levels. Quoting material indicators uh, right here, would be happy to see this latest rally complete. The round trip back to 35,000 would be happier to see a retest of 33 Gs. Now a snapshot of the order book liquidity showed support building on Binance at $35,000. And continuing material indicators and co-founder Keith Allen added the Bitcoin's rising 21-day simple moving average has been functioning as support in the recent days. Quitting him here, Bitcoin continues to fight for the range above 36.5. Local support is forming around the 21-day moving average, which is currently sitting at around 35,700. Which side do you think breaks first? Let me know in that live chat, fam. And uh, popular trader Dan Crypto Trades, he flagged 35.7 and 38 as the main downside and upside levels to keep your eyes out on, quoting him right here from X. My view on Bitcoin can't make it easier than this range. Uh, pretty clear which levels are most important here, being the 35.7 low and 38 high. Anything in between will be choppy. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst. And uh, quoting Crypto Quant, as expected, 37,000 offer strong resistance for the Bitcoin price action. He also shares here alongside this chart the window for a larger correction to the bottom of the channel at 30,900 is still open as long as the 37,000 continues to offer resistance for the price action and striking a more optimistic tone. We have Credible Crypto, shout out to Credible, known for his bullish market takes, which we cover very frequently here in the show. This was due to a marked pullback amongst the alts, which underperformed compared to Bitcoin on the day. Ether, which we know is the largest alt, was down 3.8% and XRP was down 5%, with Solana correcting down 11%. Quoting the analysts here, pull the reins and on the alts, I have a feeling Bitcoin is ready to do its thing. Now the Bitcoin crypto market cap dominance has increased to hit one week highs of 52.82%. And my question for all of you in that live chat, how high do you feel the Bitcoin dominance is likely to climb during this bull run? Do you think we'll hit 60, 70, 80? Holla at your boy and let me know. And I greatly appreciate that. And this just in, and this is pretty epic interview of Jack Mahler's just released, and he predicts right from the jump that Bitcoin is going to hundreds of thousands of dollars per coin. Probably in tomorrow's show, I'll be able to transcribe this and read more, but I just saw it before I went live, so I just wanted to add it as a bonus. You can see the market is bullish, so let's 
freaking go. But anyways, fam, I have a bonus story to share with you because more breaking news I saw before I went live here uh, today. So let's share this additional little bonus story. This just in, Urine Finance, one of the biggest platforms in the DeFi ecosystem, has plummeted over 45% in an apparent exit scam by the insiders. Here's a little update on the latest from that. During the dramatic drop in value, over $300 million was wiped out in the market cap from November's gains. That's what happens with Ishcoin. Pointing, fam, you got to be prepared because eventually they pull those rugs. This is according to data from CoinMarketCap. At the time, FYI was trading at 9,000 from 14,000 just the day before. However, the token is still up 83% over the past 30 days. The sell-off has triggered another weekend of fear, uncertainty, and doubt within the community. On X, some users claim that 50% of the token supply was held in 10 wallets, controlled by the developers. Ouch, not a good look. However, Etherscan data suggests that some of these holders may be crypto exchanges. So I'll be breaking down the latest updates as this story continues to evolve. Probably look out for that for tomorrow on the show. Let's dive into our next uh, story of the day and let's discuss the Bitcoin fees have been surging outrageously. In fact, someone on the show the other day said they purchased $200 from like the ledger, uh, wherever in their ecosystem, and then they transferred it to the wallet and it ended up costing a $70 fee. In fact, the Bitcoin fees in the network right now are up like 700% on the year, which is insane. That's probably due to the ordinals, I would imagine. So let's break this next story down and let me know if anyone here has recently sent any Bitcoin and have you experienced any outrageous fees? So the prospect of a spot Bitcoin ETF being approved soon in the US has increased demand for the major crypto, leading to a surge of transaction fees. The Bitcoin blockchain reached 11.6 million in fees just paid on November 16th. Good Lord. According to statistics from crypto fees, and at the time, YC charts data shows the average transaction fee is $18.69, up 113% from the previous day and 746% from a year ago, can you say Lightning Network? That's an obvious solution to all this nonsense. So anyways, according to the market analysis, Bitcoin remains near the 18-month highs and beyond its bear market trading range. And uh, we all know Bitcoin's currently pumping close to 37000 right? The Bitcoin price has been rising since Wall Street investment manager BlackRock filed for that spot ETF with the SEC back in June. And after BlackRock's app, several other asset managers in the US submitted similar proposals, including Fidelity, ARK, and Wisdom Tree, amongst others. And as Isaiah shares here, Bitcoin has officially flippened ETH in the daily fees for the first time in three years. We know Ethereum fees have been outrageous for a very long time. A layer two scaling solution for Ether would be Polygon slash Matic. And for Bitcoin, we have the Lightning Network. Now, while the SEC appears to be engaging with the firms on proposal adjustments, it has yet to make the decision, moving the final deadlines to January 10th, a 2024. So mark that date on your calendar. Very unfortunately, they didn't approve any of the ETFs this week, which was another deadline. And on the 16th, Wisdom Tree amended its form S1 with the regulator, as I shared in yesterday's show, followed by similar amendments from ARK and 21 shares, Valkyrie Bitwise, and Van Eck, all the big dogs. And according to Bloomberg senior ETF analyst Eric Belchunez, the amended versions may be a response to concerns that the SEC had raised. It means ARK got the SEC's comments and has dealt with them all. And now 
put the ball back in the SEC's court. So, Mr. No Clarity Gary Gensler, what are you going to do about it? A spot Bitcoin ETF, as we know, is an investment fund, which mirrors the price to Bitcoin. The spot aspect means the fund directs the purchase of Bitcoin as the underlying asset, and it enables investors to participate in the Bitcoin market through their regular brokerage accounts. It's a way to get exposure to Bitcoin price fluctuations without the need to purchase it on a crypto exchange. Now, obviously, for us plebs, the best solution is just buy your own Bitcoin and self-custody it. But for the massive institutions controlling the trillions of dollars around the world, this is what they need in order to invest into Bitcoin. So it opens the doors. Shout out $0 G Row. I appreciate that super chat, my fam. What it do? And as a result, a spot Bitcoin ETF is expected to draw institutional investors' capitals, which may potentially result in the price of Bitcoin reaching new highs in the coming months, which I would anticipate, especially with the halving around the corner. With or without the ETF, in my humble opinion, it's irrelevant. But according to Bloomberg analysts, there is a 90% likelihood of approval of all the proposals in the same batch in January. So there you have it. Send it and let's freaking go. What are your thoughts, fam, on these ETFs? When do you think we're going to finally get the green light and Gary Gensler will do something about them? Let me know because it's been a very long time coming. We'll keep it moving. We have lots to cover. Let's now dive into our next breaking story of the day. Uh, Sam Altman, and I find it ironic. We had Bank Bankman, you know, Sam Bankman freed. Now we got Altman, Sam Altman, what's up with all the Sams? But nonetheless, he got fired from his own project. What's going on? This is breaking news. I didn't even read it yet. We're going to read it together because it's more fun doing the news that way. And if you didn't know, now you know. Anyways, chat GPT developer OpenAI removed founder Sam Altman from his CEO position, according to a November 17th blog post just yesterday. The chief technology officer, Mira, uh, will be promoted to the interim CEO. It feels like a UFC bout. They got interim titles, <laughs> interim CEOs, crazy, right? According to the Post, the board of directors engaged in a deliberative review process, which resulted in the conclusion that Altman was not consistently candid in its communications with the board, hindering its ability to exercise its responsibilities. Now, Altman could not immediately be reached for comment. So there's a lot of speculation at this time as well. We got to keep in mind. OpenAI announces a leadership transition. This was the official post from OpenAI. And how many of you are currently using OpenAI and ChatGPT? Please do let me know. Now, OpenAI's board said it remains committed to building artificial intelligence apps going forward. Quoting them right here. OpenAI was deliberately structured to advance our mission to ensure that artificial general intelligence benefits all humanity. The board remains fully committed to serving this mission. Mira is exceptionally qualified to step into the role of interim CEO. We have the utmost confidence in her ability to lead OpenAI during this transition period. Now, the board also stated that it is grateful for Sam's many contributions to the founding and growing growth of OpenAI, but claim that the new leadership is necessary as we move forward. I wonder what's really going on behind the scenes. That's what my mind starts thinking. The board's chairman, Greg Brockman, will also be stepping down from his position. Another red flag. What's going on? Something clearly internally is going on. However, he will remain as an employee reporting to the CEO. And the board of directors consists of Adam D'Angelo, uh, Tasha McCauley, Helen Toner, and OpenAI's chief scientist, Ilya Sukskever. And according to the Post, the majority of the board members are independent directors who do not hold equity in OpenAI. Now, Altman is also the founder of Tools for Humanity, the developer of the crypto project 
WorldCoin. Now, when Cointelegraph reached out to Tools for Humanity for comment, did not get a response at this time. But as soon as Altman or any of these guys respond, I'll be keeping you posted right here on crypto news alerts because you know how we do, fam. So what's your thoughts surrounding his departure of this as the CEO? Let me know. What do you think is really going on internally behind the scenes? We still got so much more to cover. So now let's break down our next story of the day, shall we? Let's discuss the latest with a Fidelity ETF. If you didn't know, Fidelity is one of the largest asset managers in the world, controlling four and a half trillion in assets under management. And it's their uh, head of macro, Durian Timmer, who predicts a $1 billion Bitcoin price by the year 2038. I know that sounds crazy, but hey, keeping it real. We've covered this prediction many times on the show, but nonetheless, here's the latest update of what's going on regarding their Ethereum ETF following the BlackRock filing. Here we go. Fidelity, the asset manager firm overseeing four and a half trillion in assets has become the latest firm to seek approval for the spot Ether ETF. And again, thanks for those super chaps, fam. Appreciate it. In a filing with the US SEC on November 17th, Fidelity proposes to list and trade shares of the Fidelity Ethereum fund on the CBOE BZX exchange. Here's what the filing stated. According to the registration statement, each share will represent a fractional undivided beneficial interest in the trust's net assets. The trust assets will consist of ETH held by the custodian on behalf of the trust. And I would assume that Coinbase would be positioned as that custodian just like with BlackRock. And quoting James Safart, the head ETF analyst over at Bloomberg. Update, Fidelity joins the spot Ethereum ETF race by filing a 19B4 with the CBOE. So this filing declared that the U.S. citizens lack a low-risk avenue to expose themselves to Ethereum. Quitting him here, U.S. retail investors have lacked a U.S. regulated U.S. exchange traded vehicle to gain exposure to Ethereum. It further argued that the existing methods for accessing the digital assets involve encountering counterparty risks, legal uncertainty, and technical risk. And meanwhile, it notes that investors across Europe have access to products that trade on regulated exchanges, providing exposure to a broad range of crypto assets, which are spot. And on August 15th, Cointelegraph reported that the first European spot Bitcoin ETF, the Jacobi Bitcoin ETF, was approved to be listed on the Euronext Amsterdam Stock Exchange. And moreover, the filing proposes that if an Ether ETF had been available to U.S. citizens, the losses incurred from now defunct firms like FTX, Celsius Network, and BlockFi would be considerably lower, quoting them here. If a spot Ether ETP was available, it is likely that at least a portion of the billions of dollars tied up into these proceedings would still reside in the brokerage accounts of U.S. investors. Now, Fidelity's filing comes after recent news that BlackRock officially filed for a spot Ethereum ETF, which is the iShares Ethereum Trust with the SEC on November 16th. Now we know for a fact that BlackRock is coming for all the Bitcoin and all the Ethereum in the market. So do not depart with your precious crypto because I'm telling you, they're never going to depart with it. This is a lifelong hodl, just saying. Now, the week before, BlackRock registered with the iShares Ethereum Trust using Delaware's division of corporations. This occurred almost six months after it filed its spot Bitcoin ETF app. And shout out to Dam Carden. I appreciate that super chat fam. Fidelity is the seventh firm to apply for an Ether ETF. And amongst a list of firms, including Van Eck, 21 Shares, ARK Invest, which is Kathy Wood's company, Hashdex, Grayscale, and Invesco Galaxy. So there you have it. 
Now, clearly, these large asset managers, just the top ones, control over 25 trillion in assets under management. Here's what Dan has to share in that super chat. Have been watching you since the first lockdown. Oh, wow, COVID 2020 year. Thought it was time I coughed up a few dollars. Thank you, top man. Well, I appreciate you sending your very first super ever and supporting the show, and you've been tuned in since Wow, 2020. Remember after the COVID crash, Bitcoin crashed to like under 4,000 and people had a tremendous buying opportunity. You know what I mean? And we have a great buying opportunity right now, a two for one fire sale, buy one Bitcoin, get one free, as far as hitting the all-time high that we hit and surpassed back in uh, November of 2021. Thanks again, Dan, appreciate you. Anyways, let's dive into our next story of the day. We discussed Fidelity. Now let's discuss a 600% bull run, shall we? How many of you would love to see the Bitcoin price action? rally 600%, which is 6X. Send it. Bring it. Let's go. Here we go. Head of research for the leading digital asset manager says one catalyst can cause Bitcoin to soar to more than $265,000 per coin. If that number sounds good to you, let me know. In the new blog post, CoinShares head of research, James Butterfield, shares his calculations of a potential price impact if a spot Bitcoin ETF is approved by the US SEC. He says that the ETF financial product would attract a large influx of institutional money, some portion of an estimated $48.3 trillion addressable assets in the United States. Whoa, let's go. Quitting him here, one could assume that perhaps that 10% invest into a spot Bitcoin ETF with an average allocation of 1% and which would equate to $14.4 billion of inflows the first year. Now, personally, I think an allocation of 1% is extremely conservative. And uh, what if they did two, three, four, five percent Game on. Now, there does seem to be a relationship between the inflows as a percentage of assets under management and change of the Bitcoin price. If we take the aforementioned $14.4 billion of inflows, the model suggests it could push the Bitcoin price up to $141,000 Per Bitcoin, the problem with the estimate of inflows is that it is very difficult to ascertain exactly how much inflows there will be when the spot ETFs are officially launched. Below is a simple matrix with a varied set of inflows and its potential impact on the Bitcoin price. As you can see here, on the left column, you can see the percentage of assets under management going from zero all the way to 100%. And then you can see the inflows in the middle. And then you can see the price projections on the right. Now, clearly, the higher the net inflows, the higher the Bitcoin price action is likely to go. So looking at his chart, his analysis shows that if the inflow was $31.3 billion, then Bitcoin would soar to $265,000 per coin, more than a 627% increase from the current value of roughly $36,000 at the time of this recording. So there you have it, my crypto fam. What are your thoughts? How much of allocation from these major asset managers are you anticipating coming up here when we get that ETF green light from the SEC? Let me know. How much did all the other ETF prices pump or bump up uh, Bitcoin? Well, the, the truth is you can't consider futures ETFs and compare them to spot. We have never had any spot Bitcoin ETF. And in fact, there isn't a single ETF product in the entire financial sphere which has true price discovery. For the first time in human history, it's going to be with Bitcoin because Bitcoin is the only asset in which they cannot manipulate. Futures, of course, they manipulate it. They sell paper versions through derivatives, and we all know derivatives are financial weapons of mass destruction, quoting Warren Buffett. We need true price discovery. It's the only way that we're going to get 
legitimacy into the market. Otherwise, there's going to be a lot of shenanigans going on, a lot of bad actors, and price manipulation, unfortunately, like we witnessed in the previous cycle. But moving forward, spot ETF will be an absolute game changer. So we need that. But for some odd reason, the SEC is not approving it. They've been denying the spot ETF for over a decade. This is by design. This is not by accident. You think they care about your best interests. They can care less about you. Holy moly. Someone just sent me like 99.99. Uh, thank you, BGN. I appreciate that. You guys are lit. Thanks for sending your first super ever on a live stream. Means a lot, fam, truly. I predict late 2025 will be the peak for the cycle, so skip on down the road. Similar sentiment, I think it's gonna be in 2025 because historically, it's the year preceding the halving, we hit the cycle peak. For example, 2016 was the halving, but in 2017, we shot up like 20X to like almost 20,000 per coin, which stayed as the all-time high into the next cycle. Then we had the next halving in 2020, but it wasn't until the preceding year of 2021, we ran up to 69,000, you know what I mean? So likely going to repeat, but you never know. You never know what's gonna happen, right? Damn nice, yeah, you guys are amazing. I appreciate those supers. But anyways, fam, now let's break down our breaking story of the day and discuss a $300,000 Bitcoin price prediction along with the timeline and the exact date of when this is expected to take place. Let's freaking go. And this is according to the MELD uh, CEO. Ken Alling, founder and CEO of MELD, is anticipating a significant surge in the Bitcoin price, labeling it a panic level rally. In a new interview with Kitgo, Alling opened up about the current speculation surrounding the approving of a spot. Bitcoin ETF and provided his price forecast for 2024 and 2025. Here we go. The CEO highlighted the imminent decision by the SEC on January 24th regarding the Spot Bitcoin ETF app. Alling stressed the positive track record of BlackRock, the key player in ETFs, and expressed confidence in their application approval, citing the potential boost it can bring to the Bitcoin price. And he's correct because BlackRock has a track record with the SEC of 575 to 1, meaning for every 575 ETF applications, only one doesn't get approved. So it's a given, it's a lock, we all know it's coming. Alling discussed the widespread anticipation within the crypto community for the price dip following the ETF approval news, following by consolidation, marking the onset of the next bull run. However, he also offered the contrarian view, suggesting that the expected downturn might not materialize as predicted due to increased market activity post approval. Quoting him here from this new interview from Kitco News, he said, so people see this coming. They see that people are starting to accumulate Bitcoin because they know they will have places to sell it to, whether it's BlackRock or Fidelity or the other dozen ETFs in the application. All of them will be, or most will be, approved. The SEC can't simply approve BlackRock and then not approve these other ones. It would be a complete disaster for management from their side. That's right. They're most likely going to approve them all because they don't want to show favoritism that will work against the SEC. So addressing the likelihood of the approval, Alling stated a high confidence level, estimating it at north of 97 to 98%. Holy moly. So even higher projection than the ETF experts over at Bloomberg predicting 90%. If you were to throw a percentage on the likelihood of this ETF being approved, what would you say? Let me know. And let's say by January of next year, he projected the approval would trigger a surge in the Bitcoin price, potentially reaching seventy-five dollars to $80,000 per coin, setting a new all-time high. 
Send it. Let's go. And looking ahead, check this out. All in presentable forecast, the Bitcoin exceeding $300,000 per coin by September of 2025. So there you have it. That's the date which we were talking about in the title of this video, because I know you're going to be like, JV, what's the date? He's projecting $300,000 Bitcoin by September of 2025, ultimately projecting the peak of the cycle at that time. And I think that's a pretty solid prediction. I think 300,000 could be a lock as well. And around that time, I don't think we hit the cycle peak in 2024 as some analysts are projecting. I personally feel 2025, but I wanna know your thoughts in the comments. Let me know. He attributed his projection to the expected influx of institutional money through ETFs and macroeconomic factors, such as inflation concerns, as well as a weakening dollar. And quoting him here uh, from the actual same interview, quoting him right here, middle of 2024, I don't think we'll see anything spectacular. We might see 75 to $80,000 Bitcoin, but I think 2025 is going to be spectacular year. We're looking north of 300,000 per Bitcoin. So yeah, not even 300, north of 300. We're forecasting right now sometime in September. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this analyst. We all know there's so many bullish catalysts in 2024. ETF having supply shock, very limited Bitcoin on the exchanges, number go up technology. Let's go. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL.